Welcome, ladies and germs, to episode 23 of This Podcast is Dead, the podcast featuring three old friends talking about everything and nothing at the same time. This, ep- this episode is brought to you by Little Hugs Drinks. If you thought color didn't have a flavor, you thought wrong. So, I don't know why, but for some reason, like two days ago, I had like the biggest craving for those Little Huggy Drinks. Like, do you guys remember those? Like the little plastic ones? They look like like little the little bears. Cum. Yeah, no, uh, they were like barrels. Oh yes, yes, yes. Anytime I was fucking like uh, parties and shit for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like the, um, they had like the tin foil like thing. Yeah, they like, they just like shit. Honestly, like, like it was all sugar. It tasted like fucking like just like plastic it tasted, and sugar. <laughs> I don't know what it did. It didn't have like. I don't remember it like having a flavor other than like oh I want like blue and it just tasted blue like I don't know I, I like taste or and plastic yeah it was sugar and plastic what it tasted like my childhood okay 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 so so if you guys remember those when you when you took the plastic off did you like poke holes in the plastic or did you like rip the or not the plastic the the the, the foil, foil. Or did you like tear the foil off? Okay, they have straws now for those things. No way. They really? Yeah, they have. They come with straws now. That's some bullshit. What the fuck? Yep. We didn't get straws. I peeled it off. Yeah, did same. Really? No, I didn't. I poked holes in that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some same. And, shit, then, Andy. and then you sucked it through and like Hell yeah. squeezed. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, me and Jade tore it off like civilized people. Dude, okay, I, I could never, t- I could never take it off. Like, I, it's I, just, I, I it's just fucking oil, dude. It's aluminum I wasn't foil. strong enough to take it off. Have you seen Andy? Have you That's seen? Fair. Andy? You poke a hole in the That's fucking fair. foil and you peel it off. Like, what the fuck? It's not rocket science. <laughs> okay, I, I, I would do that, but then like the outer rim part would always like stay there. I could never get that shit off. It was like I would poke a hole and like try to rip like the whole thing off, but it would never all come off fully. Wait, so, so the rim bothered you, bits. but you literally sucked it out of the fucking foil? Like Yeah. Look, man, <laughs> what? I used to I used to do that with jello and, and pudding. <laughs> what the... Look dude, I drink Whataburger gravy, okay? So don't fucking like Let's see that the, drinking Whataburger gravy is fine, but the fact that you can't open a fucking jello is crazy. Yeah I was gonna say a lot of people drink Whataburger gravy. I don't I don't even think that's that it's a Texan weird. thing dude. Is the fact really? that you can't open a fucking thing of Jello concerns me. I mean, okay, so I can open the thing of Jello, but like sometimes I would get lazy and I would like wouldn't want to use a spoon, so I would like open the Jello and just like like squeeze the plastic thing and just like dump the Jello into my mouth. I feel like this became like part two of the nineties. Dress Park. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, guys, welcome to episode 23 of This Podcast is Dead. Um, This episode, we have a special guest with us here today. Um, Javi's wife, Meg, is joining us today. Yay! Yay. Meg's here. Hi, guys. Um, Who? Who? Some random chick. (laughs) 
Um, the, the main reason why we're bringing her on the episode is uh, this episode is going to be mainly geared towards Mike Glink. Jones. Me. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be mainly geared toward uh, Blink 182. Um, I'm pretty sure all of us could say Blink 182 is one of those bands that we all enjoy a lot. We all know a lot about. Um, it's also going to be a dissection episode. Um, we kind of want to do this with a couple of bands, especially bands with stature like Blink 182. Um, I think this band has like quite a fucking like background with all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 it is. They are definitely on the list. When people would tell me that that's that stupid stuff, where it was like, if you were stranded on a desert island and you could only pick like five bands or whatever, like Blink One Eighty Two is always always Yo, a band. Yo, talking that about that shit, that shit is fucking re- like it's just dumb. <laughs> you're stranded on an island you're not gonna fucking listen to music you're gonna fucking look for coconuts you know you're gonna you're gonna look for food and water first i mean but given the option if you're given the option that you could listen to music i mean i'd be down but i i, I think i get i'd use those fucking Jay. cds i use those fucking cds for tools man I know. Like you, you gotta like make shelter trying to die find food try to like find someone to help you out like to like to like save you like you're or not gonna be, like make- or you're just gonna die, so you might as well die listening to music. Fuck I it. was literally about to say that. I was like, let's be real here. If I ended up stranded on a fucking desert island, I'm definitely dead. <laughs> like... Can't open jello cups, yeah, it's, it's fair. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <off. laughs> Little the fucking coconut, jeez. It wasn't jello cups! I just drank some of them. And he's the type of guy that would be stranded on a deserted island and fucking be surrounded by water and be like, I'm going to go look for a cow to eat. <laughs> yeah. I'm dying of thirst. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't really drink seawater, Eric. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, you, okay, can. So, you, you can, but so, I mean, it's not good for you. Yeah, you can. So Eric and Andy would both die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a given that I die. If it was me and Andy together, we'd die faster. I'm just saying. I think I would die. I think I would die first. I, they yeah, died I mean, before they even got to the island. That's fair. You yeah, what the fuck na- am I doing on an we island in the, the first place? <laughs> yeah. uh, to be fair, um, I can't swim either, so I'd die in the ocean. Yeah. So yeah, if- so if it was a scenario where like a, a boat sank and we like swam to an island, like Jay I, like, dies. I, I wouldn't be on a boat. So no. we're good. What would happen was I would freaking try to get Javi safely to land like I do at the beach and then he would drown me in the process. So he would probably live and use my body as like a life raft to get to land. Titanic shit. Mm. Sounds reasonable. (laughs) Sounds reasonable. (laughs) Titanic shit. (laughs) Instead of the door, it's Meg. <laughs> I'll never let go. <laughs> Meg, please let go. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. But yeah, the uh this band this band has a lot holds a lot of weight to all four of us, I'd I'd like to say. Could you say and, um, that it would have been men overboard? Oh my god. 
Hey, like the band we're doing is. a we're doing a blink episode. I can throw in blink puns. Did, did Eric say the band? <laughs> yeah, the what? band man overboard. No. I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> I jumped on my vape. <laughs> 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 oh man, this is why you wouldn't, none of you would make it to the island. <laughs> it's true. True. <laughs> That's fair enough. <clears throat> but yeah, um, I don't know. I don't. This this band has just been. It was like one of those. It was along the lines of those bands that I like listened to growing up that like where no matter where like no matter what song I heard by this group I like I loved I loved it so much. Is it, they're kind of like a, like a timeless like, band though like like can you name you marry one them, bad album? Nerd? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, neighbors. Yeah. Oh, we'll get in, we're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to get into that. <laughs> we're going to get into that. Um, I can name a couple of bad albums. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean... But anyways, like, yeah, we're gonna dissect the fuck out of Blink-182, so... Um, if anything we say, like, offends you, I mean, I really don't give a shit. Before we start, fuck Angels and Airwaves. I never liked that band. First album was alright. I, was, I wasn't a fan, dude. Okay. I was a boxcar racer fan, to be honest. I mean, yeah, so I mean, was I. I mean, so was I, though. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we could start it off by talking about Cheshire Cat. Their first album. Mm-hmm. Okay, so not I'm to be, be confused with all those those idiots that thought that think that Dude Ranch is the first album. <laughs> so, so this album was an album that I visited way after I became a fan of Blink. Um, because I became a fan of Blink when Dude Ranch came out, um, because of MTV, so I didn't really hear anything from Cheshire Cat until later. Uh, I don't know, um, I really, really like this album, um, it feels like way more punk than a lot of their stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? I honestly think that it's not really punk. Like, honestly, like, there's a big, like, discrepancy when it comes to, like, I mean, you could you could label it bubblegum punk or whatever, but, like, to, to call it punk or, like, saying that this album was straight punk, like, I honestly think it was just pop pop rock but they were just not good at their instruments yet yeah i i, I okay. agree with that because it, it has like i can see where you can like kind of argue that it has that like punk factor in it but it's really just like it's well, i want to say mediocre playing but it's very basic playing it had like, that garage sound like yeah. hey we're a bunch of friends we got together we made a band yay it, let's make very, a cd it's, it's very popular like garage rock if you want to like really like get down to it so so I feel like I I wouldn't say that this album is punk, but I feel like it's the more punkier of their discography. I just kind of disagree with that, only because just because you your your shit sounds bad doesn't mean that it's punk. 
Well, I don't. I don't mean that. I mean in the to the extent. Of, yeah, but I, don't I mean, mean that in the sound of the like the way it's like, it if it sounds good or not. I'm I'm more speaking on like, the. I mean, I guess the lyrical content was always the same, but the ferocity. I think like the ferocity at how they played the music. It was very was, punk influenced. Like, it like there's songs on here that are faster than like a lot of their stuff. I, I would I would ag agree with calling them pop punk if anything, like because they have that like melodicness to them and the speed, but like, um, I, I, I if you want to like talk about the punk influence shit, like I I would definitely label them as like as pop punk. I can see that like that being a thing. But even Tom said that they weren't punk rock. He literally no, yeah, I... he literally said we're not punk rock. We're nothing. We're nothing like the Sex Pistols. But our music kind of flowed from this genre of fast music with melody. Yeah, and, and like yeah, exactly. If you, if you take into like like um like uh you factor in the whole like their wackiness and shit of them like not, not giving a fuck like a lot of people saw that as as punk also like they they just they just didn't care and like like being like dumb and shit. Yeah. But I w I would literally just say like their genre is kind of hard to like pinpoint. I mean, of course you get like bands like influenced by Blink One Eighty Two being more pop punk or whatever that these kids are calling it nowadays but i i literally think that this album sounds i guess air quotations the most punkish because they were bad at their instruments i can see that like because it, it was it wasn't produced it was more raw than all the other albums combined and, i mean like just listen to carousel like yeah yeah, yeah it was you could crude. tell that like, that whole album was crude like even finger placements aside like you heard more like string the string sliding and you know it wasn't very I guess technically speaking, it wasn't very on paper being <laughs> good at all. But I mean, like, for being a fan of the band, I mean, I think it was a, a really good album. Like, it was a it was a career opener for them. Yeah, I agree. And and when we talked about us wanting to do this album or do this episode, I went back and I listened to a couple of tracks off this album. Um, and gave some time to tracks that I don't really remember, uh, like Does My Breath Smell? And that instantly, like, after giving it more listens to, that instantly became, like, my favorite song on the album. Like, just because of how, like, aggressive and fast and, and, and like you said, like, just that real lo-fi crude, like, they didn't give a fuck about how it sounded. More or less, but more so the fact of, like, hey, we're friends, and we made a band and we're having fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was very much that, like, we don't want to grow up, we don't really care kind of attitude that I think yeah. that they carried through, I would say, majority of their career. Yeah, yeah we and, can talk and, about when they started going downhill. And that, that, <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying with the whole like, punk is, like, people, like, kind of, like, saw the punkness in them was, like, oh, like, you know, we just want, we're just, you know, fucking around like we don't want to like be serious about shit which i guess is is like in in a way kind of a punk attitude yeah but yeah, i don't know i i actually really like this album a lot um especially for the time that it came out i think the album came out in what like 96 95 or something 95 95 94 94. 94? 94. 95? 
Well, it was released in ninety five. It was released in ninety five. But they wrote it in ninety four. Ninety four. Oh, okay. Ninety five. So whatever. It was released in February of ninety five. In the, the mid. They wrote in the it mid in ninety four. It was released after Kurt Cobain committed suicide. There you go. Well, I mean, was it? I mean, yeah, that was. You mean after Courtney killed Kurt? That's a whole uh, other that's episode. An, that's another episode. <laughs> oh God. Which we will we will touch on that. Anyway, yes. continuing on. I, I don't know. I just think that this album kind of like it set the mood for for Blink's later like albums to be kind of more playful than than it was serious, which can be taken as like a I don't know. It could be taken as a negative because. It kind of like made them, I guess, a quote-unquote joke band, right? Yeah, I can definitely see that, and it it really did. Like, I don't know if that's what they're they're going for or not. You know, I I don't know. I mean, when you're young, when you're young and dumb, and like you're kind of making a band with your with your homies and shit. I mean, like, you of course you want to take a direction like that, but I mean, we'll get into the later albums when we when we get to it. But I don't think you, you expect to be to be you know big at at that like you know at that age or in the beginning of your like. Uh, like bands, you know, life or whatever. Exactly. Okay, I think we failed to like explain to people who maybe don't listen to Blink or haven't followed Blink that much that Blink started off with Scott, Tom, and Mark, not Travis as a drummer and not what's his name, Matt? Skiba. Matt Skiba. Like, Travis and Matt were not original members. Not yeah. that many people actually remember Scott. More, I yeah. mean, a lot of people know about Tom, but a lot of people don't know about Scott, so... Travis was an alkaline true at the time. Scott, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Travis is an alkaline true at the time. Uh, what? You, you, mean, you mean Matt? No, Travis. The drummer? Mohawk? What? 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 Yeah. He's not clenched you. I, I want to really? look that up because I don't know if he's lying or not. But like, I but it sounds stupid. Like looking this up, trying to find I, out. I'm probably I'm here. probably wrong. Don't look it up, Eddie. You I are definitely. Yeah, I think you're, you're definitely uh, wrong. Yeah. No, I, I know. What? I'm fuck, I'm fucking with y'all. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I questioned my like. Stand- <laughs> I, I literally I literally opened up a tab with Google, like ready to type I, this shit out because I, I was like, <laughs> wait, like. <laughs> I enjoy sharing fake facts so people look it up and look stupid trying, trying to see if it's true or not. You got me fucked up, man. <laughs> I was like, well, like maybe he did a song or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Travis has done some stuff. So that's, I was what like, I, that's what I thought too. So I was like, man, I can't take that too far <laughs> out. Like think that that might not have happened. But no, Travis was like, Travis is in a lot of stuff. Yeah. And he's using the transplants, more notably. Mm-hmm. But Travis comes along later. So we've we yeah. talked about Cheshire Cat. So now we talk about... Our, well, are we still talking about yep. what our favorite songs are on Cheshire Cat? Yeah, well, what we could do... I mean, we, you guys could go ahead. So I have, like, a couple favorite tracks. So uh, the ones that, like I said earlier, uh, Does My Breast Smell. Uh, I like Toast and Bananas a lot. And Eminem's... Those are probably like my three favorite tracks. Yeah, I'm CD. P- 
pretty basic. My favorite are Carousel, M&M's, and Peggy Sue. That's it. An anybody? <laughs> uh, I would just have to go with, like, honestly, I like Carousel only because the riff was, like, the the just the, the intro riff and, like, the, the bass line. It just kind of, like, it made the, the, the movement for Blink-182 to do what they were trying to do. Like, musically speaking. Yeah. I can see that. I never, like, I didn't really get into Blink-182 until after, like, uh, Doing Dude Ranch came out and shit. So I really listened to, like, uh, like a few songs off the album. But I really like Peggy Sue and, and Carousel off the album. It's cool. So how would you guys rate this album out of 10? Eh. Out of 10? Yeah. I'd probably give it like a like a solid five. But like out of like one to ten out of all like am I just rating it between the blink albums or just in music in general? Yeah, like in, in like music in general. Yeah, probably like a four. Four or five. I mean it's got but I think that's just because it's not one of my personal favorites. Okay. I'll give him I'd a generous give it like... six. I'd give it a 6, 6.5. Maybe, like, really light 7. Nah, it's a generous 6 for me. Like, going going back and listening to it, really, like... I have it on vinyl. You should listen to it on vinyl one day. I should. It sounds really good. Well, I mean... I mean, definitely, it's, it's still, like... And I'm basing it just off of, like, pure, like... What could have been. You know what I mean? And I think... Five is is actually a pretty good like you know median for for this album because it wasn't like anything that was out at the time, but I mean, if we're talking about like technicality sakes, production sakes, I would give it like a five. But if we're talking about Blink status, like just in general, I would probably give it like more of a seven, only because it kind of like just drove drove their career. You know what I just we totally okay. Are we talking <laughs> about Buddha like the original release of Buddha that came out in ninety four? Are we talking about the re release that came out in ninety eight? Because if we were talking about the original, we should have talked about Buddha before we talked about Cheshire Cat. I wasn't actually gonna talk about Buddha. Yeah, because it, it like Buddha was more wasn't Buddha an EP? No. Or it was a they demo. They just right? they weren't yeah. signed at that Yeah. And they re-released it once they were signed, but yeah. But that that's that's kind of like a main focus of like this episode. That was like... back when they were just blink. Yeah. There was no one eighty two. Before blink. they got sued or like threatened to get sued. Yeah, they were just blink. But that's where Carousel came from, that's why. Well a lot of the songs that were on Cheshire Cat started from Buddha. Buddha. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, Do drink. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, those scores... I mean, I guess we all feel basically the same about the album. Um, you know, it's it's a good album. Uh, it really, like, started the whole thing for Blink, really. Uh, and 
helped them come into their sound. Um, again, it has that like really gritty, lo-fi, crude sound where it's like you could tell that they're not really like giving a shit about production and more about like just getting together and having fun. Um, so it's, it's. I mean, it's it's very like different, right? Because like if you're talking about like punk or black metal, and that that was kind of like the the sound that they were trying to do that whole raw thing but at the same time i don't think that's what they were trying to do entirely no i think that they got a contract and we're kind of like okay we need to make an album i mean we we all not aren't that great at our instruments yet so here's what i got to give yeah basically <laughs> i hate you oh, oh my <laughs> Oh my Moving God. on. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, this has been great. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on to the next album, uh, Dude Ranch. Um, great album. This, yeah, this album... is probably the first like Blink album I actually listened to. Same. This is my second album I ever listened to. I listened to Enemy, Enemy of the State first, then I listened to Dude Ranch. This is the first Blink album I ever listened to, and it's because my uncle listened to it when I was probably when it first came out, so I was pretty young. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, Damn It on MTV, and that was like the first time I had ever heard like the heard the band before, and I was like, oh. This is fucking awesome. And that's when I, I really started to pay attention and like listen to more of their stuff. Yeah. And then this is where Travis um, kind of came into the picture. He didn't join the band yet. Um, but when they were touring, uh, that's when Scott like had to go back for some family emergency or whatever. And Travis was in the Aquabats at the time and he filled in for Scott, so that's how Travis kind of came into the picture before he actually came into the picture. Dang. Mm -hmm. so, so he was a part of the album, but, like, not really? Like... <laughs> um, well, Scott... Scott ended up getting, like, fired because he was a horrible drunk. Dang. Yeah. A true punk band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true punk band. Um, so this album, uh, kind of, t uh, the way that I I viewed it was it was they finally like scraped away the whole like, well not entirely but you could you could tell that they were gravitating away from from like the not really giving a shit about you know what they sounded like to like caring a little bit more. Um. This album was, man, I don't know. It it's just really, really good. And I also I have like a really hard time sometimes thinking about whether I like this over Enema of the State. And yeah. I'll, ha I'll, ha I'll have like I'll have like moments where like I just enjoy this album more than the other. Um, but at the, I mean, this album is amazing. Like. To me, this is like this. To me, this album and then Enema of the State are like what Blink One Eighty Two was for me. 
Yeah, it's fair. I, I can agree with that statement. I think I'm a I'm a little bit different since I'm a hardcore stan till the end, except for neighborhoods. <clears throat> <laughs> but I'm just, we're just gonna be like taking shots at neighborhoods like this whole episode until <laughs> we get to it. There's so much um, I have to say. Like I want to say, but we're not there yet. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um. But yeah, man. Uh, this was the album that like really, I guess, like sent them over to the edge. Uh, they were doing a lot more touring. Uh, they were getting recognized by a lot of uh, bigger bands that were doing roughly around the same type of music that they were. Um, you know, they were getting like bigger radio play, um, music videos on TV. Uh, this they, is really when they started to to come into their own. I think they still had that whole like like jokey punk attitude, but it was more produced, which is like more. It was more like a like marketable. Yeah. This, yeah I, I I liked it a lot. This album's really hard to pick favorites from. I think. I have or a lot for me. One. There's there's too many like. There's a lot on uh, my. I'm gonna make album. it. I'm gonna make it harder for you. Pick one. If oh, you can fuck. only listen to one song from this Josie. album. Josie. Josie. Yeah, I gotta say Josie too. Uh, like I'm gonna be a basic ass bitch and say it. it. it it's it's either Ooh. Josie. Yeah, it's either Josie or Apple Shampoo. For me, it's really? either Josie, Josie or Untitled. Yeah. For me. For me, it's either Apple Shampoo or Emo. I, I, emo would have been like the it, it's that's like one of the songs that's up there that like is it really good but I like Apple Shampoo more than Emo and I think Josie is my favorite song off the album. I think like that is, I'd like it, Josie but it's so overplayed for me now. Yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, damn it's a close second re- though. The thing is, I really like Damn It only because like one, it was the first I guess Blink song that I actually enjoyed. And two, the the fucking the riff is just it's just fun and, and boppy really like yeah it's yeah. fun to play on guitar so it's a great starter riff for you to like learn learn on your little acoustic guitars when you're like 11 years old um, it's just to me like I think Damn It was just a really good um, introduction to this band if it was like you know it's your first time listening to something you know. Yeah, it's, it's that definitely... you shouldn't be listening to. You know what I mean? At that age, I mean, like yeah. for yeah. us, for us, I was like eight years old when this album came out. So like hearing like "Damn It" and then you hear a fucking curse word in the middle of the song, it's just like wow, this this band has spunk. And then you get a little boppy jam riff going along with it. It's I don't know. To me, it was kind of cool. So like that I... that that will forever be like my favorite song off this album. And Josie's a close second. I just thought about how young I was when, like, my uncle was bopping this in the car with me there. <laughs> I was seven. I was seven when this came out. I was five. Yeah, Meg was five. Shit. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. I mean, all of, like, the thing is, like, you're kind of right when it when, when you said it was kind of like they're getting a little bit more serious with this, but like they weren't entirely serious. No, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't entirely yeah. serious yet. No, but I, like they weren't. They weren't also not not there yet when it became like, I guess, air quotations like 
part like part serious. I don't think it got serious until way later. To be after honest, after Enema. Yeah, I would yeah. say the self. I would, I would say the self-titled was like the most serious. This is this is like, I think Dude Ranch was like, hey, we're signed. Like, we got to be a little more like organized professional not even yeah, professional yeah, yeah. it's just like it's organized chaos at this point yeah like it's still chaos but it's a little more under wraps because they had a, like a record label and they had to be a little more like consistent with it but i think it's like i don't think it was professional or serious at all because if they were then it wouldn't have been blink it's marketable chaos what it is yeah I think the biggest issue that I had with this album was that there just wasn't enough memorable songs on the album. I disagree. I agree. I'm on the fence. I it's because, like, yeah, it, it, it does have some good songs on there, but, like... But I think... Career-defining, I don't think any any of these songs on this album were kind of, like... That's because Enema came, Enema came right after that, and Enema was, like, everybody's... That's like Baby's first Blink album for a lot of people. Yeah, it was my because first. Because the people, the people that do listen to Blink now weren't really people from that generation. Like, I mean, yes, a lot of Blink fans are from were like teenagers and stuff at that time, but a lot of them were people that were our age. And so, '99 was like a good year for everybody to start kind of picking up Blink. We didn't really pick up Blink in '97 or '94, you know. So I yeah. feel like I feel like Enema was, was Baby's first Blink album, and that's why well, the, that, like Dude Ranch doesn't have that many. Defining... The thing is, the, but the thing is, like even sound wise, like yeah, it's Blink, but like, like I said, there's there's really nothing memorable off that album. I'm not saying it's a bad album. I'm just saying like, you don't just like. Aside from what damn am it. I trying to say? <laughs> well, no, no. Other than damn it, like you don't really like. How do I say this? Damn it's one of Blink's biggest songs. Yeah. And yeah, you, but like you can't just throw that away. Like that is no, it it, it definitely is. But I mean, if we're talking about like, like more like, an like overall. Yeah, like like people are gonna like you know like know them more for Enema of the State than any other. No, album. yeah, for sure. Yeah, cause like. There's... Like, if you say, I love A New Hope, people are going to fucking think Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I, I think I know what you're saying. You're saying, like, yeah, Damn It is as big as it is, and it's, like, not discrediting Damn It as a track, but, like... It wasn't as mainstream. Yeah, like, comparative... If we're comparing this album as a whole, like, comparatively to Enema of the State, Enema of the State had way more tracks that were on the level that Damn It was at. Well, we're, we we're not gone to Enema yet, so let's yeah. ju let's just finish this up with, like... I have so many stories it? for yeah. So many stories. Um, I would rate this album literally probably like at a six or a seven. Yeah, I'm down with like a seven. Yeah, a strong seven for me also. This is probably like an eight point five. You're generous as fuck, Andy. I can't I can't <laughs> I can't give it an eight because I feel like that's more deserving. Like for me personally, that's later. Like but Oh, see, okay, we'll yeah, get yeah, there. Yeah. Like, why yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. different from everyone else, and that, like, yeah. with Blink, I, I don't, yeah. I don't shoot too high my ratings. It's always like, it's always a better album, you know. So I don't like to shoot too high at my ratings. So like, I, I, I think feel, good. I feel Speaking like we about... should be putting these in order, like from <laughs> favorites. No, the thing is, like, it, it's it's kind of meant to like have like 
like us disagreeing with it. That's why we're going per album instead of like rating it like on on a one to five level or one to ten. All right. At the because... end, at the end, we should all pick like our top two Blink albums. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I can't that. say one because everybody's gonna pick Anima, and that's just that's no fun. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Pick okay. Speaking about better albums, um, let's talk about Anima of the State now. Let's oh, talk man. about Enema of the State, the career-defining album. So, <laughs> little short story about Enema of the State and me. My sister, actually, because where I used to live, we didn't have any place to go get CDs, especially that weren't, like, completely censored or anything like that. So, we'd have to drive to Houston, which is like an hour and a half away, just to go get any kind of, like, parental-controlled CD or whatever. And my sister wanted this. My sister's eight years older than me. And this is when it came out. And uh, so we went to go get the CD or whatever. And I thought she was stupid. And we had to drive an hour and a half to go get a stupid CD. And uh, I ended up, we ended up going to Missouri. And I ended up stealing the CD from her and listening to it the whole trip up there and the whole way back. And that's, I think, what made me like the Blink-182 fan that I am today. Was listening to that for like 14 hours going up there and 14 hours on the way back. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, my yeah. sister got me into Blink-182. She uh, got into them first, and then, like, she showed me who they were and shit, and I got super into them also. Funny for me, this was the very first Blink album after Dude Ranch that I listened to, but I really didn't care about it. Really? Like, when I first started listening to Blink, I would just kind of, like, to me, it was a little overproduced. It wasn't, like, like Dude Ranch, right? I mean, like, personally... How do I say this? I thought they were more of a joke at this point. Because, you know, like, they were kind of, like, doing the mimic of, like, oh, all the 90s boy band videos and shit with all the small things. And I just kind of, like, I don't know. To me, it was kind of, like, I didn't get it at first. So, like, it, it took it took me, like, about a good six to eight months listening to this album that actually made me enjoy it. And so the funny thing is, like, off the bat, that's why I like them. Because it's like, oh, it's a, it's a fucking dick and fart joke band. Like, I'm nine. This is hilarious. And that's why, like, I like them so much. They're just, they're being stupid and shit. And it was, I thought it was really funny. And that's why I got into them so quick. I, I That's how I felt, too. It was very, like, see, like seeing, um, What's My Age Again for the first time. Like. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was just like, oh, my God. Like, dick fart ass jokes. Like I'm, I'm fucking because, like ten no, years old. This is the awesome. thing is with me, like to me, it kind of, it just felt like a gimmick, and I'm and I'm pretty sure it was right. Like don't get me wrong, but I kind of felt that they were trying to pu push that as their gimmick, as like I'm famous. Look at what I can do now. And I think they were always doing that from the get go. Yeah. Like now they just had people willing to make the music videos. Yeah, that's fair. And they, but, they had money like, to do whatever they wanted. Even exactly, and that's kind of like what what kind of irked me about it, right? It's just like, okay, I get it. You're making a lot more money now, but I don't know. To me, but even going back, I, to Cheshire Cat, they made fun of like big bands in Hollywood. Yeah, but it wasn't what they were known for. Hmm. Yeah, they they weren't necessarily mocking Backstreet Boys on fucking MTV and shit at that time. Exactly. So it's kind of like. 
to me, it was kind of more of a gimmick why they were doing it. And it's just like, oh my god, the guy's running naked through a fucking city. Like, to me, like, it just kind of... It wasn't until I started listening to the other tracks other than, like, the, the, the singles that I, that I actually enjoyed this album. I saw so many chicks dressed up as a nurse from this album this Halloween. Oh, yeah. Like, more than I think I've ever seen before. And it's years... What is it, like... 21 years after the fact. Yep. Jesus, this album is 21. We're old. <laughs> yeah. I was nine when the album came out. I mean, I'm not as old as y'all, so. <laughs> but funny enough, like, like with all the like the like uh like joke songs aside, like even with, with Adam's song, like they're the only like serious song on the album. Yeah. I used to fucking sing that shit in the car with my sister. Like, I was nine. I, I didn't know what it meant. You know, I, I didn't understand what suicide was or, like, what the song was about. And we used to be in the fucking back, like, jamming is like, you know, singing it and shit. Mom would get mad at us. Like, what the fuck? Like, why are y'all singing that? Like, don't sing that. Like, what, what is wrong with you? And we're like, it's Blink-182. What do you mean? It's a great song. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we didn't understand, like, the, the, the like, seriousness of the song and, like, the, the whole, like, tone of it. A lot of this album has a lot of, like, depression undertones. Even, like, the jokey stuff. Like, don't leave me. Like, I know it's got that joke, like, don't let my door hit your ass or whatever. But, like, the rest of it is just, like, I'll be fine. It's not the first. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, it, it, feels, quotes, it feels uh... all very tongue-in-cheek, but it's, like, it, it, you can tell there's, like, some a hint of sadness in there. And I feel like the party song is just like when you forgot the to take when you forgot to take your Adderall and you have really bad ADHD. <laughs> I still uh -oh. don't know all the words to that song. I don't think does anybody know all the words to that song? No. A party. Party. That, that's the one. The... That's why the my sister my bought that album. My sister got that album because she was like. This song's about me. And then, like, I remember listening to the whole song and being like, why would you want that song to be about you? Because she has green eyes and she had long blonde hair. And, like, listening to it, <laughs> and I was like, that, hmm. Don't think I'd be saying that song's about me. But okay. Thinking to back, me, we're really... Okay, go for it. That's real quick. Thinking back, we got in so much trouble singing, like, these songs in this album. Like, especially the party song and shit. Like... <laughs> Just kidding, so much of us fucking like nine, nine, what nine and, and like eleven years old, just fucking like me and my sister just singing this shit in the backseat of the car. I think my biggest thing was like I never like really didn't feel like because I never was restricted in what I could listen to. Like I, I had a very lax mom who just didn't really give a shit what kind of music I listened to. So yes, yeah, to me. To me, it was just kind of like another album. But when I when it when it ended with Anthem, dude, I I thought Anthem was like one of the best fucking songs to to end an album. It's pretty good. Like it's just a a great song to 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 close that album. You know what I mean? Like, and I I'm not trying to sound like a fucking hipster or whatever, but I really just couldn't vibe with like the the the, the famous songs off this album. Like what's my age again and all. The yeah, small what's things. my age age again and all the small things. Like I think those are probably the worst songs on this album. They're, they're too overplayed I, for me. Yeah, I, I don't think they're those. the worst, but I think that they've been so overplayed that now you're just like, eh, don't want to hear this. Yeah, I I skipped those. No, but I, literally, like 
the rest of the album is great compared to those oh, songs and like why yeah. they were the singles like i just don't understand i yeah. honestly think that they are the worst tracks on this album man all i can think about like was the misheard lyrics of this album that i heard as a kid and like we didn't have lyric websites back then <laughs> and like i think me and javi were finally together before I knew the actual lyrics from Aliens Exist. And I think I remember like singing it wrong and Javi being like, that's not what that said. Because <laughs> it's like, what part of it is it? And, oh, it's like the part where he was like, what if people knew that these are real? I grew oh, okay. up thinking, what if or white people knew that these were real? And I was like, why would I think that as a but kid? But also not wrong. <laughs> True. That was probably True. my favorite song off this album as a kid. Aliens exist. Aliens exist. I mean, now it's it's, it's different, right? Because like you got like mutt and dumpweed, kind of like just but, trashing yeah. on like other relationships Dysentary and shit. Terry but... Gary. As a kid, does was my favorite. Think, also, does anybody think now to aliens exist and think about like where Tom is now? And you're like, oh, I know that all makes sense. I brought that up recently in a conversation. I was like, you know, it's funny to think, like, think back on, like, aliens exist and, like, his obsession was, like, was, like, you know, even back then, his obsession with aliens and shit, you know? Yeah. And there's actually been, like, interviews with people who have talked to Tom DeLonge, like, backstage at, at like, after touring with Blink-182, and they, they would get stoned, and literally Tom would talk about aliens for hours. That would scare yeah. me. So, I mean, like, I think that was a career-defining song for him, and we got something fun to listen off of that, too. I mean, things could be argumentative with Angels and Airwaves or whatever, but I think that since he had the money and, and the platform, he kind of wanted to, like, give hints to what he actually believed in, which I thought was actually pretty decent. It was It's actually pretty cool to think back on. I, I don't mean yeah. to, like, to, like, uh, like jump into any albums or like real quick but uh was it which album was it where uh they're doing aliens exist live and they changed the last lyric to tom the has Mark, sex with guys tom and travis show that's the one right I yeah love, and it, it's, i love that it's version this album yeah it's this i was actually going to bring that up i wanted to bring up that this album also spawned one of the best live albums oh yeah in, in my like the mark tom and travis show album like the live album is fucking awesome like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you had to pick two songs off of Enema of the State and they're the only two songs you could listen to on that album for the rest of your life, what would you pick? Go. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> oh, Shit. Dude. <laughs> it would probably be, I hate this. It would probably be Mutt and Anthem. Definitely oh, the part, definitely the party song for one of them, and the second one it's either Dysentery Gary or uh, fucking Aliens Exist. I like Dumpweed and Going Away to College. I can't even answer my own question. <laughs> and and honestly, Don't Leave Me is like pretty up there. Oh, I like that, I like that song a lot. My fuck. Adam's song is up there for me, and Anthem. 
Adam Song just, like, especially now as a depressed adult, like, Adam Song just gets me. It hurts even more now. Yes. That shit is, yeah. Yes. Now that you like, understand and you feel it, it hurts more. I can't even hear it anymore. Like, what's Wasn't that? there controversy behind that song? Didn't, like, some kids, like, commit suicide with that song or something? Well, the thing is that they wrote it after a fan who committed suicide. Oh, that's right. That that was a controversy. Well, that wasn't a controversy, but it was kind of the, the, the backstory of the song is that one of the fans committed suicide, so they, they wrote that song for them. Just kind of, like, to bring, like, awareness to suicide, which is why, it, like, everything else seems so fun. And then, like, you know, you get hit with Adam's song. I think... And it has, like, the... the... The allusions to uh, the Nirvana song in that track too, right? Um, yes. Nirvana's "Come as You Are." Yeah. I think "Going Away to College" is one of my favorite songs on that album. I'd have to agree. It's pretty good. Do we all have different picks? Good. Almost, yeah. We all had different. I, that's I, how this the album, album is fucking amazing. I that's think how that the album we can is. all say that Free and Dysentery Gary is probably the best song on that album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. What is that? that there's that line. Uh, what is it? He's a something diarrhea giver. Like, I, that was like my favorite line as a kid. That was fucking hilarious. He's a He's player, player diarrhea diary diary giver. giver. There we go. Yeah. Trying to grow his hair out by listening to Slayer. Yeah. Because he's listening to Slayer. God, I like Fire so Friday good. Night. Oh man. It's hard to like not. Life just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feels. It's it more feels as an adult. Like you think that you have that teen angst and it means something when you're a kid, but then you grow up and you listen to it again, it's like Yeah. There's plenty more. I thought I was sad Girls then. Girls are such a drag. That riff too, awesome. dude. So sick. And now we're fucking copyright struck. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Blink-182's Matt Skiba suing us. Yo, I'd be gladly okay. I'd be like, I'll see you in court just so I could fangirl some more. Let's go. <laughs> but not Matt. Fuck you, Matt. I mean, you're okay. I appreciate you filling in the void, but it's not the same. Ooh, I'm gonna... We're not, we're not to the Matt side yet. All right. Okay, because I have a lot of shit about Matt that <laughs> no, you guys we're not are, there yet. You guys aren't gonna fucking enjoy. We're Moving not there on. yet. We're on take off your pants and jacket. Okay. This album. Wait, hold on, hold on. What? What, what was the what was the rating for? Oh, for we Anima? did. But, oh like, yeah. Can you not give that a ten? Oh yeah, it's straight ten. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could not give it. I, I can't give it a ten. Oof. I, 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 I saw this coming. Jay's Me a too. Critic. Jay's a critic. It's hard. Yeah. I respect it. The, the only reason I'm not giving it a ten and I'm giving it an eight. That, I, that's pretty fucking high. That's up there pretty for fucking high. Yeah, for that's Jay. high for Jay. That's high for I Jay. Want that's really high. But the only reason I'm not giving it a ten <laughs> is because that, like I said, to me. I still kind of feel that this album was a gimmick. Okay. Like, I'm always going to feel that this album was a gimmick. That's fair. And I, I, I respect that. I respect the fuck out of you for that. Like, you don't, you don't like, 
give away tens like candy. Like you just like you're very reserved with your tens. If anybody knows a good divorce lawyer, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Yeah, this this album was is it's like oh my god, dude. I don't think it's a perfect album. Like, I'm not going to fucking sit here and say it's the best album in the fucking world. But it's a fucking... It's a pretty good album. Like... I I can feel Meg sweating right now. (laughs) I know. (laughs) No, but I can see that. Because, like, from here on out, aside from neighborhoods, it's it's hard for me to not just be like, it's a 10. And that's a 10. And that's a 10. And y'all are going to hate me, and it's okay. But we'll get there. Nah, nah, I don't think so. Alright. Okay, so... Now that Javi's sleeping on the couch, we're moving on to take off your pants and jacket. (laughs) (laughs) There's another bed, what are you talking about? I could go sleep with my roaches. I thought you were going to be like, I could go sleep with the Andy. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Preferably not. Hi, Jay. Fuck off. <laughs> so, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket was also a really great album for me. Um, Honestly, it's probably one of my favorite Blink-182 albums. Yeah. Um, they were, we they talk- were like, maturing a little more. They were maturing, says the, the album that Fuck a Dog was on. Okay. Happy <laughs> Holidays, you <laughs> bastard, bro. Or When You That's- Fucked Grandpa. <sighs> Mm. Dude. They were mature. Mm. They were mature. <laughs> uh, so this is the album that my favorite Blink-182 song is on ever. Um, what is it? Online songs. It's my favorite Blink-182 that's, album. That's a great that's song. A, that's a fucking great song. Um, Fuck a Dog was that song that Eric was singing at the art walk that one time. When yeah. the cops were there, that was pretty funny. Good times. <laughs> Man, <laughs> o- online song is probably like I'd probably have to agree with you. I think that's like that's probably like my favorite Blink song. Yeah, it's it's my favorite song, which is really hard for me to say. But it's I it's the song I find myself going to the most. I agree. Um, stay together for the kids. Definitely listened to that and cried a lot as a kid. Didn't really grow up in the best household, so that was a really big song for me growing up. Yeah, this album is is basically just like in my in my head in my head canon, it's basically like Enema of the State Part Two. Yeah. Like that's basically how I see it. There wasn't really, like, any... I mean, I guess you could say that they had a little bit more serious songs on this album, but not by much. I think it started going more relationship-y and, like, feely at this point. Like, they kind of started having more feels. The thing is, I, 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 I think it's just the fact that they were getting fucking older. Yeah. Or maybe everybody got off their antidepressants. You don't know. <laughs> There's like like a hint of emo peeking in a lot in this album. Yeah, definitely. I could definitely say that there was a lot more Mark influence in this album. Yeah. 
can, can I just right now like say it? Uh, I enjoy Mark better than Tom. Mark's my favorite member out of the band. I like his vocals better. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. I would have to disagree. I disagree. I I agree, but I think it's because I'm scorned. No, like, I, I've, I've always Tom liked Mark. Left, when Tom left, me, like, little me cried in school because I found out about it when I was in school and I was so heartbroken. So I think that just instantly made me, like, feel like Tom was my ex-boyfriend and I had to hate him. I've always liked Mark better. <laughs> even even when I first heard uh, Blink-182, Mark's always my favorite member. Then his signature pink bass. Tom definitely gives that very, like, nasally aspect to it that I like, and I can't deny him that. He has a, like, like whiny, snotty sound, which, which I, you know, I do like, but I just like Mark better as, like, if we're going off, like, you know, favorite members. Yeah, but Tom broke out my family, and so fuck Tom. <laughs> fuck Tom and fuck aliens. I, I think I like Tom's voice over Mark's. I like the rawness. I like the raspiness. Yeah. Matt Skiba's my favorite Blink-182 member. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I need to go take a bath. I feel dirty. <laughs> we'll edit that out. It's fine. In post. Yeah, in post. <laughs> um, oh, just wait. Just wait till you hear what I have to say. Oh, I no. mean, <laughs> personally, Travis Barker is my favorite member of Blink-182, but uh, that's a little schoolgirl bias because biggest crush ever. Are we going there with like talking about members now? Or? No, we're not there yet. We just kind of okay. got there. Yeah, kind of get off. Oh, so we this also album, like, we also yeah, forgot this, to talk okay. about when Travis actually became full member of the band, which oh, was yeah. after I believe Dude Ranch was it? Yeah, it was after. It was during Anima, no? No, 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 no. It was with Dude Ranch. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Just wait a minute. What are, where are we at? <laughs> My... Just wait a minute. We're doing a... Okay. How many favorite songs are going to drop this one? One or two? So, Oof. I, you can't do one because I'm just going to say online songs. <laughs> I have a question. So do you think the more popular songs on this album were better than the popular songs? Hands on... fucking down. Yeah. On Enema of the stage. Fucking but yes. hands it, down. Let me yeah. let me ask you a question. What songs out of this album were really that popular? Because I feel like this album wasn't Stay really together that... for your kid for the kids, the rock show and first, first date. date. Yeah. Yep. And and I'll I I'll, I'll only agree for this reason. First date and rock show were very overplayed, and I still like them. Exactly. I'll same. still jam them. You know, they're, they're still bangers. I, I like them too until they became my ringtones, and now I can't stand. <laughs> So it, it would be like First Date, The Rock Show, Stay Together for the Kids, uh, versus What's My Age Again, All the Small Things, and Adam's Song. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but, and I would <laughs> definitely take take your pants off and jacket. Yeah, same. Like, any any me, fucking day. Stay to, like, Adam's Song is such, like, uh. But I definitely think that Stay Together, like, if you're going to put, like, the songs that make you cry, that Stay Together for the Kids meant more to me, I guess. Okay, like... Not being one who who fucking like put a lot of emotions like that into Blink One Eighty Two, I feel Stay Together just sounded better. Only like one musically, um, it showed maturity with their like 
their their technical aspects of like how they playing like their instruments travis added to that um ex- that, his drumming experience so it kind of like just all around sounded better but then you also had the mix of like mark singing you know like a somber fucking voice and then you had um, tom's fucking Dude, like raspy in. voice oh like on the chorus God. it was just During- like that that, like, that, it was just, that chorus slams though. Like that, yeah, that's, that that's why I'll, I'll give it over. Awesome. over like Adam's when you hear he, like like as soon as he says the here and like the fucking like the music gets more intense, it just to me made a better fucking track than Adam's song. It it, it, that it felt more was so awesome, dude. Like, it felt more more raw and emotional than Adam's song. Exactly. Like yeah. there it was, you know, you can like it was painful, you know? It was somebody like you could tell that it was their story. Like yeah. it was somebody wrote that from their heart. And I don't know. And if like you had parent issues, I think it was really easy to relate to. Yeah. This was this was definitely on those like CDs and- that I made. That were like the angsty, like hate your parents CDs. Stay together. And, and, yeah, was on that shit. <laughs> Stay together for the kids was the only song on that album that Mark and Tom both like did vocals on, like lead. And vocals. they co-wrote it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, and like just to to like put like a final thing in it, it, it didn't feel like we're trying to relate to the kids. No, it felt like you know I need I need to say this. You know, like this is like exactly something yeah, I gotta, like I gotta, they I had an share. agenda. But like you, they had an agenda with the song. You couldn't say that this wasn't like you didn't have a feeling that the self-titled was coming up after this because it was very. This was a very feelsy album. It wasn't as feelsy as the self-titled, but it was definitely like a warning, like, "Hey, it's about to get there." Yeah, it was definitely I think, like the breaking point. I, I think that was kind of like, like that's true because if you listen to Reckless Abandon, like it kind of like. It shows like a different side as well to look them at, as like like as a career whole look at like every time i look for you and give me one good reason especially like every time yeah, i exactly, look for you yeah. that's such like that could have easily been on the self-titled and you wouldn't have even known the difference yeah like okay so what'd you guys rate this i'm Will surprised songs this album oh We've, our songs first our two songs uh this is right. This is right. Go first two songs first. Yeah. Go for so, it. So, I I think in in my opinion, and I like, I don't like, online songs is definitely one of them. But the second one, like, just because of how ridiculous it is, and like, it's just, I, like, Happy Holidays, you bastard, is like one of the best songs it. ever. Yeah, it's definitely one of the best songs ever. I think ever like, created. It's so fucking good, Eric. So, um, easy money, rock show, and take it for the kids. Rock show, I loved the the out the fucking music video where they like just fucking giving out money and doing crazy ass shit. Like, I love that song. Yeah. Is actually really good too. Yeah, the, like, the I mean the, the song, the song's, the song's banger. I love the the video, but the song's really good. Um, so that one in Sega for the kids, obviously. But I think we could all fucking kind of like say that first date is probably one of the best fucking videos ever made. Oh yeah, dude. Agreed. Hands Agreed. down, dude. 
that's like but it, they gave us they gave us too much money for this fucking music video and like <laughs> exactly <laughs> that music video is still like one of my favorite music videos hell yeah like, dude ever even even though the fucking like ending like little like backstory thing is so great and especially like since like meme culture evolved like one of the the best gifts ever comes from that video oh, and shit. it's when, when tom's fucking saying what the fuck yeah but if I had to pick two songs to only listen to this album forever, it would be Anthem Part 2 and, and Online Songs. Oof. I really love Anthem Part this 2. Is, it's good. It's to, good. To me, it's harder to pick two songs from this album than it is for me to pick two songs from Enema. Like. Definitely, yeah. And But, I, like, I, I just think those two songs mixed together just make the best opening for the album. Mine would be online songs and shut up. That's and good. I really, I really like "Please Take Me Home" as like a closer. Can we talk there. about how like other countries get way better album lineups? Because that's, a, that's always happening. Because like Japan's always had some exclusive tracks that are just better than than the singles that we get here in America. Yeah, like. I don't know. Some of the records that are that come from Japan are actually monetary value are more um, more valuable because of like not just the extra tracks but like the the quality of the tracks that are actually released for those special albums. Cause Brian, don't tell me it's over is a great was one of the great bonus songs from that album. I was about to say this was like the the album where it had like all the bonus tracks, right? Cause and time like to break up. Versions. Yeah, time it to break a, up is a great song too. What is it? Um, Mother's Day, fuck a dog, and when you fucked grandpa. It's <laughs> 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 so good. Oh man, we're getting we're getting there. All right. We're so did there. we rate did we rate this album? No, not yet. No, not yet. Oof. So, all right, I'm gonna give it an an eight point five. I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight as well. No. Fuck. Here comes I'll give a ten. It, I'll give it a nine point five, and only because. I fucking hate the rock show. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. I actually really like I that song. I hate that fucking song. Uh, and it might be one of those it's overplayed things for me too, but I just I hate that song. It sounds so boy band to me. But it's okay because we're getting to the... We're getting to the the album. <laughs> the fun uh, contrary part. to popular belief, I think before we get into this next album, I think "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" is probably the decline for Blink One Eighty Two. I I like... I hate to agree, but I, I can't disagree. I don't feel like it's like a decline. I feel like it's where it became like Blink One Eighty Three. <laughs> so, so a like, decline. I no, I don't feel like it declined. I just feel like it completely changed. Yeah, like that... 
I just feel like they were like, hey, like we're going to change our sound. We're getting older. Fuck it. And that happens to a lot of bands, sadly, but and like it doesn't always take so well to a lot of, to a lot of the old audiences. And like, I, I don't hate this album, but we'll, we'll get and into I, it. We'll get into it. I think I remember part- I took I took a pretty long sabbatical from listening to Blink One Eighty Two. Um, and during this time is when when um, the self title came out. And when I tried listening to, to the self titled I was just like, "This is a fucking Blink One Eighty Two. Same, same. It 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 felt not 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 to the extent, but it felt very much um, Green Day's American Idiot. This album okay. was very Tom driven. Yes. Okay. Very Tom driven. Not to get sidetracked into like a Green Day talk, but American Ugh. Idiot comparing to fucking self-titled <laughs> was way fucking worse, dog. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying, not, not to, on the same level of bad, but it was kind of the same like, thing where they went at for least, like, a new sound. At least the, self, the self-titled Blink-182 album, you could still listen to it. I mean, See, that, I that, that, I'm not, that's what I was, I was saying. Like, it's not to the extent of the badness of American Idiot, but it, it was kind of the same concept where like, they're like, you know what? Let's fuck it, Ginger Sound. Why not? You know, like for no I reason. I don't think that you can say that you like Tom and not like this album, because this is so Tom driven. This and, album yeah. is Tom. And that's so it, that's my my main gripe with this album. Not that I don't like Tom as a member. He's not my favorite yeah, member, but you like, already said okay. you you prefer like okay, the Mark but the fronted dif- stuff. The difference between me picking Tom over Mark is I like Tom's voice better. Not his fucking lyrical themes or his songs. But he was so lead vocal on this album. So I yeah, can explain that. I can they explain also that. had a different sound for this album. Yeah, I can explain that. So when this album, for me, when this album came out, um, this was, again, this was around the time when, like, you know, what fucking year did this fucking album come out? 2001. 2003. No, 2003, sorry. 2000, okay, yeah. so, like, I was, what, still in middle school, hitting high school? I was 13. Like, yeah, so this was around the time where, like, I was... This is when I was really starting to, like, dive into, like, different music and stuff. And, like, the world of, like, punk music started to, like, really open up. So the first time I heard this, and uh, like, all the songs that came out on the radio and, like, the album as a whole, I hated it. I, 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 I did not like this album. I, I heard I Miss You, and I thought that song sucked ass. I was like, dude, this is not fucking Bleak 182. Like, what the fuck is going on here? It, was... it wasn't until it wasn't until later where I revisited the album, and and my the way that I view the album has completely changed. See, so it's... like back then, I didn't like it, but now, as like speaking from like where I'm at now, it, musically, like as far as like what I've listened to, this album is not as bad as i thought it was it's reversed for me honestly like when i when i first heard this album like i was very much like i hadn't gotten into into music yet so i was listening to like like a lot of pop punk like um fucking uh simple plan and, and like uh fucking new found glory like all that shit and this album came out i'm like oh fuck like this is really cool and i was super into it but like now it's like <sighs> my main gripe with this album is is tom's vocals man honestly like i <laughs> I, I don't I don't mind like so I don't mind the older shit you know don't waste your time that, on and that, me. that's 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 why I hate that song now like I I don't hate it hate it I just I hate that like 
Tom kind of emphasized a lot on his whininess that it got annoying. It was it was obnoxious. Like the vocals were obnoxious. Honestly, I I I, I like the old like snotty like like whiny mark, but it, like they, he just amped it up to like an obnoxious level, and that's why my main gripe with this album was was Mark was Mike's uh, fucking Tom's vocals. <laughs> Mark, Mike. Mark Mike. My bad. Whatever I, I his fucking, name was. Yeah, what that that guy dude from fucking that like, dude. The thing Link is, is that there are better songs. Like I if I listen to the album, I always skip "I Miss You" because that song is just obnoxious. But the rest of the album is really good. But even then, like the guys said that they they wanted to veer away from like the punk sound and go more towards that like emo sound at that point. And I guess that like I really liked this album because at the time I was going through my whole little emo phase and with like Fallout Boy and My Coke Romance and like all that shit. So it kind of just Yeah, this is this and is I think the it's... album that really like gets thrown in when like people talk about like the emo days back in the day. Like this album gets thrown yeah. in that mix a lot. And I think that's what what was my whole gripe with it is that I skipped that phase and I didn't agree with the culture or the sounds that were coming out at that time. So, I mean, aside from like listening to metal or whatever, yeah, uh, I'm edgy and shit. But to me, it just kind of like, I don't know, to me, it just didn't, it didn't fit what I guess, how am I trying to say, how do I say this? Like what you thought Blink-182 like... Oh, no, no, it's not even just what they were about. It's just like to me, at this point in, in Blink-182's career, they were just too fucking overproduced. Um, like I said, the whole gimmick thing, you know, having Robert Smith on a fucking track, like I think that's another gimmick. I, I don't know. And plus Huge I fucking gimmick. hate The Cure. Because even Crystal Castle did the same thing with Robert Smith. Like it's just like, oh, like I'm, I'm trying to get like a whole like emo or a goth card. You know, by by yeah, like, exactly, and it's like ugh. I don't know. I went back and re-listened to it as I got older, and I I I actually do not mind this album as much as I did when it first came out. I definitely and I mean, do. I went I went through that like whole emo like phase two, but like I just yeah, but you really... also like System of Down, so yeah, true. Oh, I man, really I, just... I really like this album stuff. a lot. Like even now, I really like and like. I remember getting this album, Don't Come For Me, FBI, but because my uncle had it and I was like, hey, give me a copy of that CD. Because <laughs> like I said, like we didn't really have a place to get CDs and stuff up there. Aside from like Walmart, and Walmart had like country and crap. Um, and so I didn't have a lot of music and I didn't have internet or anything. So I would get albums from like my uncle or whatever and I would just listen to it like over and over again. And so I listened to this album quite a few times and I don't know. I I was a feelsy kid, man. I'm I'm feelsy now and I think I just related to a lot of shit from it and I think that's why I like it and even like now I think that's why I like it. But I definitely don't look at it like if you told me Oh, like, look at this. It's the same as the Blink-182 that came out from Anima of the State. Like, I definitely don't compare them. To me, it's almost like they're two separate entities. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you guys, you got, you kind of have to. Because it does not sound anything like old Blink. No. Nope. And nothing that followed this really did. Yeah. But we'll get into those end. later. 
<laughs> for the end. And, and I don't think it is either. I just think it's a new beginning. But I think it goes to it, it goes to say like how much of a fan are you willing to be? Like, are you willing to stick by and like kind of give that new sound a chance? Or are you just like fuck it? I'm staying in the past. And I think this is something that they've brought up too, like with their old fans being like, you know, fuck you, this isn't your sound. We're not supporting this. Blah blah. Like, it's not Blink without Tom, and that's why getting into later albums. Why they came out with certain songs that were like, you know, we don't really care. Like, we're not going to be, we're not allowing you to kind of have this generation divide kind of thing. So, I don't know. It just, I kind of went through the same thing with Atreyu, which is a totally different band. But <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't as much of a fan as Atreyu to stick with them through their sound change as I was with Blink. And, nah. you, and I could also put another band that you probably stopped caring about too with their sound change. Census Fail or Brand New, which one? Census Fail. Yeah. And I mean, I'm kind of trying to get back into them too with like their newer stuff, but I wasn't a huge stand for them in the first. Like, I was, but not in the way that I was from Blink. Like, I've literally liked Blink since I was little. Yeah. And I mean, I guess but, I, I was little when I liked Census Fail too, but... But I, I really do think that this is kind of like a decline in their career. And I'm not saying it's entirely like a career-defining move where it's just like, oh, well, they suck or whatever. I just think like they wanted to do shit different. So I didn't really care much for the change is the thing I'm, I'm trying to say. Yeah, okay. I agree. I can respect that. So I can respect that. Two, I, this two is songs. when this is when like I I stopped listening to them. This is when I was like, okay, like they're changed. I I I, I completely stopped. I stopped after this for a while, um, because of said reasons. They they broke up the first time, or they hiatus, I guess. Yeah. After this album um and so i was a little heartbroken me um this is also when travis and this time when travis was in the whole plane crash and all that was going on and then plus 44 became a thing and angels and airwaves became a thing um damn plus 44 i totally forgot that was a thing yeah that was Mark and Travis's side project. Yeah. yeah. Which plus forty four is pretty great because when your heart stops beating is banger. Um, Travis also started doing his Meet the Barkers. I don't know if anybody watched that. Holy shit! I forgot, I forgot about that. God, that shit Jeez. existed. Fuck, dude. Whoa, <laughs> I'm wow. going to YouTube now. Check this shit out. <laughs> oh my god I totally forgot that okay, was okay well thing. before we continue like I have to fucking just drop it now like uh, I can't stand Travis Barker so oof divorce lawyers divorce part two <laughs> like I honestly don't think he's as good of a drummer as everybody makes him out to be I think uh, he's a I, great drummer and I think he's a very versatile drummer who can go to a multitude I'll, of genres 
I'll add on to I Jay's statement and say that I've I've seen much better drummers. I don't think. I, I mean, yes, but I think that he is so eclectic in his styles that he can go and do so many different things where a lot of really good drummers stick to one style and I think that's what makes him interesting. I agree with that. That's that's why I really like him a lot and honestly he's he is definitely one of my favorite drummers just because like he he really like he wasn't def like okay obviously he's defined by Blink-182 right but like he was able to venture off and like do collaborative stuff with other artists mm -hmm. like and he still way does. outside like way outside of what his like normal comfort was and it and it wasn't like trash i mean like he can we talk about how he did stuff with the game <laughs> he did like, stuff with Lil wayne and prayers stuff with ghost, yeah that that's not ghost like main. That's not like adding I'm to not his saying repertoire, it's guys. Good. Like... I'm just saying that he ventured. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, he did the transplants. Like, he's done stuff with Suicide Boys. Yeah, that's not helping anything. That, uh, you're losing me. Just, just saying. <laughs> you're losing me. It's, actually, it's not I the point. Really like that album. It's not the point of <laughs> that those groups or acts are good. It's that. He's able to go into different types of things, and I think the difference is that I'm not a Travis Barker fanboy, so I could like see it objectively. Yeah, I never was either. Huh. I can see that. Yeah, can't, can't, can't relate. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> can't relate. Um, <laughs> I listen to good drummers. I'm sorry. Anyways, Ooh. continuing on. <laughs> hey, fucking <laughs> asshole, dude. <laughs> oh man. This podcast is divided. Mm. It's gonna be called the divorce episode. Take it to divorce episode twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just not gonna like suck his dick because he was part of Blink One Eighty Two. So yeah. okay, going back to the album because we're gonna we're going off venturing off into like members here. Um, since y'all didn't really like the album. Can you pick songs from that album, or are you just like, I can no. So what? Please don't say I miss you. But other than that, like if you were to pick, uh, always in feeling this. Hmm. Yeah, I would probably have to pick feeling this as one of them. And let's look at this fucking probably violence. Yeah, violence is one of mine. Violence and easy target. Oh, but go is go is like no, 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 no. All right, <laughs> I gotta go with. <sighs> Fuck, this album is so good for me. Go is probably my favorite, and then violence. I really like easy target though because it kind of has that hint of old blink in it. You can see that. So yeah. should we should we talk about like ratings? I guess. Yeah, uh, y'all can suck my dick, but I'm giving this a ten. I give it a five. I give, I, I, I'll give it a six. I give, give it a, a ten for Blink One Eighty Three. 
that's a good like <laughs> giving the distinction. No, but <laughs> I difference. can't give it a ten because I can't give it higher than I. <sighs> you can't. Do you think it's on the same wavelength as Enema of the State, or or even take off in a different way? Off? Yes. I'm out. I'm leaving podcast. That's it. I'm out. I'm hey, like, I, told you not, you like me. I cannot stand for for this blasphemy right now. I'm out of here. I told you you weren't gonna <laughs> like it. I would okay. I'll give it a nine. Ugh, terrible. What do you give it, Eric? Since there's only He's three good songs two. on this, there's only three good songs on this album. I'll say that right out <laughs> out the bat. There's only three good songs on this whole fucking album, and for that I'll give it like a generous five, a ge a very agree. generous five. Waiting for the solid two from Jay. Honestly, I'd give it a four. <sighs> like I said, this is where we were gonna get div divided in the like in the first place. I I really only like three songs off this album. Like there, I didn't see any other good op songs on this whole album. There's only three, which was down, um, violence and uh, fucking always. I really like feeling this, man. So did I. I, I did Such too, but it, it it got overplayed for me. Like it, it's a good song, but it's like after uh, a while, dude, it's like uh, no, 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 no. The no, whole no. album is fucking overplayed. I really Fair. like go. You cannot say that a song in this album is o more overplayed than "I Miss You." I'm not you saying can't. I'm not saying it's more overplayed than "I Miss You," but it's still overplayed for me. Like that one, "I Miss You," kind of like "I Miss You" is obviously worse, but like feeling is kind of like I heard it just too many times. Like you know, like I don't know. I only like. Really like fucking. We'll, we'll actually still jam to violence, down and always. always There's too many relatable songs for me, my little emoness. But like, go. I don't know. I would have killed in the '90s for a fucking Blink 182 corn split. Honestly. Ew. Can we talk about how Korn's a better band than Blink-182? Oh, oh, dude, I'll yeah, give I'm you that, dude. That. No, I'll give you no, that 100%, no, dude. 100%. No. 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 <clears throat> We're gonna spend another fucking whole hour having a debate about why Korn is... No. I I'm mm. hella down to do that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> we, could, we could just skip over talking about the next album and just talk about that. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. Jonathan Davis or Tom DeLonge, dude. Come on. It's obvious, dude. Jonathan Davis. <laughs> Alright, well, it's been fun being a guest on this podcast. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm out. This is where you go off the rails. And it becomes the Jay and Eric show. What's up? <laughs> Straight into the cornfield. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me why I agreed to do this instead of sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so neighborhood sucks yeah <laughs> that's an, an, an there obvious. really is there's no d defining quality for this album i fucking hate this album i i oh my god yeah oh my oh my god it's and it like... was sad it was sad because this was the the this was the first album they had when they came back from the hiatus, and so it was like so exciting. It's like oh, Blink's back together, like there's a chance, and then, and then this happened. And then you think about it and been like, maybe they should have, you know, stayed on hiatus a little longer. 
what was the first what was the first single hearts all gone or or up all night one of those whichever Ghosts one on it was. the dance floor was it that one i don't know that's the first song on the album no i, I the um, oh you're the talking about video. up all night yeah 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 one of those and those, after the... midnight where it's too fucking <sighs> dude it was so fucking like the music video for that oh my god i dude i wanted like I couldn't believe what I was listening to. Like, can, can I can I just say this real quick? Hearts all gone. <laughs> it sounded like the Walmart version of Bad Religion. <laughs> I I'm I it's I'm sorry, but it's true. It really did. It sounded like they're trying to be Bad Religion, and we're terrible at it. Dude. I I think it wasn't Hearts All Gone that I heard first. It was Up All Night. That was that was the first song I heard. Uh, because that was the one I think uh, that I saw the music video for, and um, what was it? It was like a fucking like it was like a video of them playing in like a, a like in a, a town or some shit like that. Like I don't know. I I this was like in in my head like I I thought like. You would think that like the self-titled album was such like a a drift from like their original form, right? But this album is just like I have nothing to say about this album. It's this just... album is complete trash. Yeah, like, it... let's like, glaze over it, dude. Zero out of ten for all of us. Next album. Like I can't even. Honestly, I don't even there's know. not even anything to say about it, dude. No, like... there's not, and I cannot like I could not pick a song. That I liked off this album. <laughs> I I couldn't. I I can't. I I if anybody likes this album, I I don't understand how you can. How you can enjoy this album? It. Just let us know why. Or yeah, or like, please give me a reason why this album is good. Because give me one good reason. This album is fucking garbage. Yeah. I just don't. I think this album was a good precursor to understanding or knowing what was going to happen. Like, I agree with that. This was the album that it came out, and I was like, "Oh, they're back together again." This album dropped. I listened to it. I'm like, "They're never going to be the same again." And they didn't. Like after yeah, this, like, like Tom left again. Yeah, they're never gonna be the same. This is this was this album was literally the death of what I formerly knew as Blink One Eighty Two. But like, even Travis was like, Tom made this album. He didn't even care about it. Like, he didn't even listen to it or listen to masterings or anything. Like, he just kind of, they just kind of did it to do it. That's kind of how I've always felt. I always had this like weird conspiracy theory that Tom like just completely shit the bed on this album on purpose to make the album bad. Well, he didn't really know why he came back. Money. And uh, no, not even that. I think he came he back. He was trying to fund aliens, all right? I think he came back because <laughs> he was like this is what I'm supposed to do. Like we started this. They're my family kind of thing. But then when he got there, he just couldn't commit to the band anymore because his mind was somewhere else. Aliens. I mean, yeah. Didn't something happen? Like, wasn't there, like, a big, like... They fought. Aliens. 
No, oh, that's right. Space um, Force. The 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 producer, their <gasps> producer had a fucking <laughs> yeah, an alien. Space Force. Yeah. Their producer had like a hemorrhage, and they got, and then fucking Barker or Travis got in a fucking plane crash, and then they were like, oh shit, like, fuck, we're gonna die. Let's fucking make Blink again. You want to know the only fucking thing I really liked about this album? Like to tell you the truth. Sure. The fucking cover art. I agree. Mm. The cover art is such like it's a it's a bait because it looks cool. Like you you look at it and you're like, hey, this is all right. I can get with this, and then you start the album and it's like, oh god. Can we say how? The drummer for Def Leppard is a way better drummer than Travis, and he does it with one arm. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Korn's drummer, though. Much better than, than uh, Travis Barker. I hate you both. <laughs> Same. I've seen a fucking monkey play a tambourine once, and it sounds way better than Travis Barker. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> D- does, does Mark slap bass at all? I mean, it's not, even, it's not even a fucking question. Does he even have fucking dreads? I don't even think he has dreads. Oh my fucking god. Fucking no credibility of this man. None. <laughs> no, <laughs> no vegetable references at all. Garbage. <laughs> okay, okay so are, are we picking tracks? Are we rating no, this album? No, like, no. Neighborhoods fucking sucks. Negative 10 out of 10. Don't fucking listen to this album if you even like Blink-182 whatsoever. If you like this album, don't talk to me. It's if so y'all want a single, say fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. No. <laughs> See, much better. See, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that song I, is I'm not better. gonna lie. I would, rather, I would rather listen to that song than any song off of Neighborhoods. I would rather listen to fucking corn slash Grillix than anything off a of neighborhood. Oh. And that's saying a lot. I'd rather go to bed. I'd rather listen to Thurston more than oh, fucking Damn. this album. But that was a decline of Blink-182, right? It kind of like just tanked like Travis did in the plane. <laughs> Bazing. <laughs> Hey, people died in that fucking plane crash. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did, all I'm gonna say is, did corn ever crash? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> this went downhill way fast. <laughs> Another one for corn. <laughs> no, but on, 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 the, on the real note, like, like I just think that literally tanked their career. Yeah. I agree. That's fair to say. And it's just like you—you you could always you could tell. When somebody doesn't want to do shit anymore for it, and it's just kind of like they were kind of forced into that that situation or whatever. Yeah, and it, I think it, it shows the music. I think they yeah, were just I, trying to give the the fans something, and that's what happened. Yeah, but but at what point? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm pretty sure there's people out there that actually enjoyed the album just because there's a Blink 182 name like slapped on the fucking cover. But I don't yeah. know. Like to me, it's just—it's just a mockery within itself. You know what I mean? It's—it's—it's it's, it's not good. Well, Tom left kind of like smack dab in the middle of it, so. It's not good. 
Well, I think he kind of knew. He didn't even tell them his manager did. He ruined my family. Anyway, so then... Right, so we're, yeah, we're skipping over that. Years going, later. Yeah, years later. So it kind of goes carrots, right? Like, so... <laughs> you, got, you got an incline, and then it, find, it finds a climax, and then, like... When, when fucking self-titled, I mean, whether you like the album or not, it kind of, like, stayed a constant, right? Yeah. So it took a no nosedive with with, with 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 the album we don't talk about. <laughs> Which one? Like, uh, I'm not even going to say the name. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of become a, like a Von, um, a Von Trier flick, you know what I mean? Like, you don't, you I don't agree. really give shit. <laughs> That's um, a Von Trier yeah, it was trash, it wasn't put together properly, and it was a piece of shit. Anyway, continuing on, um, I kind of, I kind of, oh, piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, uh. There was the EP between that time, but that Dogs Eating Dogs, that a lot of people actually like, that I really never paid a whole lot of attention to. Same, same. Um, but I do know that it is, like, a lot of people really, really like that EP. Um, I think I kind of gave up on Blink at that point. Because uh, Dogs Eating Dogs came out in 2012. And I think I was very scorned. Still after reeling from yeah. neighborhoods. <laughs> like, I was very, very upset still. So it took me a really long time. And even with California, which is the next album that we're going to talk about, which came out in 2016, I don't think that I would have actually given it a try if they wouldn't have been on tour. And so when they, the tickets See, came I out, it was kind of like, well, you know they're going to play stuff from this new album. You might as well give it a try kind of thing. And I wasn't going to not go see Blink-182. Yeah. So that brings us to California. If they would have replaced Travis, I think they would have been like a fucking great band <laughs> right now. No. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. No. But I actually do think that with California, they kind of did take a take a rise from that falling. I honestly think that the album is actually a pretty good album. Yes, I agree. It's a really, really good like return. And whether, form. but whether you you fucking say, oh, it's not Blink 182 without Tom or whatever, well, go listen to Aliens. Again. I think that California is another like Blink 183 type of thing. Like it's it's not the same. I think it's still very feelsy, like the untitled or the self-titled, whatever you want to call it, album. It's still got a lot of that feelsy. But I think that they were really trying to appeal to like the kids of today or like the teenagers of today like i feel like they're trying to reach out to the teens of today the way that they did with us back with like enema of the state but i think today you can't really be that extreme with the kids today Gen I, I, I have like a, i have like a different view they don't even listen to corn no shit dude I, f I feel like this album was like they, as a band, once Tom left, it was like, okay, yeah, like, we're never gonna try to do that again. Like, it, it's over. Like, Would with, you say the fans the... had to take a look in the mirror? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, here they come. Here, here they come. 
the fucking corn puns. I guess life wasn't peachy. <laughs> Like I feel like uh, neighborhoods was like the like the death of the band, and this was like the rebirth, um, but into something new. That like it like you, at, at when this album came out, and I, I really like this album a lot. Um, but after like giving it like the first couple of listens, you really can like you get the sense of like okay like whatever you thought like. Blink-182 was, like, with Enema of the State and, and all the older stuff, and, I mean, even self-titled, like, it, it, it's gone. Like, yeah. it, it's never it's never coming back. Like, this is all brand new. And I really, like, when I first listened to this album, my first run-through of this album was actually... Was it on the way to the concert? No, it was when I found out about the concert. Oh, I went through the the album, and I completely hated it. I hate and I it. and I didn't though. I loved it. I, I had I, no, it. I had I guess you could say I had no issues with this album. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate it. I really I really didn't like it. I think that I was still like partially scorned and then getting Matt Skiba, which I was a little unsure of. Um See, I was a fan of Alkaline Trio anyway, so So was Same. I, but I just didn't feel like Alkaline Trio had a place and blink and Mads Giba has such I mean he is the voice for Alkaline Trio and so him coming to blink he was such a front runner and then like hearing him sing blink old songs I don't know it just it felt wrong it's like when you get a new step parent and you're like I don't really like you kind of how it and, felt and I, I feel the opposite of that I really, really like Matt in Blink-182. So... I mean, like, he's not ever gonna replace Tom, but... Would you say that Tom was untouchable? Oh, my God. So... I would say, yeah. I would say he was more blind. <laughs> 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 but that's the way I felt when I first listened to it. When I oh, okay. gave it, when I became more open-minded towards it, and I kept listening to it, and... Then I really actually started liking it. I mean, I liked it enough to buy it on vinyl and get a special edition and get the stupid poster that I spent way too much money on. But, um, like, now I think I'm more accepting. I think I was just very close-minded to the fact of, A, getting a new member, like, and then just the sound change. Because, like I said, it does sound like it appeals more to, like, today's generation which is fine it is what it is but I think I had to listen to it a lot for me to really like it versus like the older albums where you would hear it once you'd be like oh I like this okay for for me um what, what I really said shit about the album uh <coughs> for me honestly uh Blink was over after they're self-titled um oh so it fell I... away from you <laughs> Yeah, I didn't follow the leader on that one. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, like, I didn't listen to anything much after, like, Neighborhood fucking was garbage. But, like, I didn't listen to California any of that because, like, I, like I said, like, subtitle, it was, it was okay at best for me. And that's for me where, where Blink kind of just fell off and died. Like, after that album, it was, like, 
I didn't care much for Blink anymore. Like, they're, they're new shit. I mean, like, not like, of course, it's all the old shit, but like, I didn't care much to keep up with, the, with, with what they're putting out anymore. So did you give California, like, a, a, like a, a full listen through? I've heard a few songs, and it's like, you know, it's it's all right. It's just like, I don't know. It, it just doesn't appeal to me anymore, you know? To me, like, I actually enjoyed the album, but it, I, I, I don't really look at it as Blink-182. Like, I can't see it yeah. in the same limelight as, as old Blink, right? It's like what Annie and Meg were saying. But I think as an addition to, like... You know, like a career going. I think they should have renamed the band. Like one eighty three. Yeah. But I know, like, like licenses. You know, albums. Edna you could only play Blink One Eighty Two songs. Like, I don't really think he does a bad, bad job. Like Matt Skiba talking about Matt Skiba. Travis is another story um, about playing <laughs> old Blink songs, and it depends. I think he does a pretty good job. Because, like, when we saw him live, I think he did a decent job. But then I saw him. Like, I watched them do a live concert on TV, and he did horrible. And I don't know if that was, like, when he first joined the band, but, like, he forgot lyrics. He sounded like shit. And I was so disappointed. And I watched this after I saw them live, so I don't know if that was just a recording of, like, when he first joined or what, but it was it was bad. And like I said, like, I am I never held um, fucking Blink-182 to that limelight or whatever. So when when he when we saw him on concert, like I thought they did a pretty good job, and that's coming from like you know somebody that's not going to speak objectively or whatever. Yeah, go no, and When we saw them, they did they did really good. Like they all I could say is like the worst fucking part of that concert was watching All American Rejects, which they could suck oof. my dick. That was a oof. That they, was bad. They they fell off after the first album. That was the one with Data. I data remember right? Like, yes. Yeah. Data remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 He was so cocky and rude and everything you thought that he wouldn't be, like, the lead singer. Like, you see the band, you're like, oh my god, he's like a little nerd boy. He's gonna be so nice. No. He was basically like, do you guys know who I am? Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. It was wow. Like, alright, cocky motherfucker. Like, you, you, you were has-been that played fucking... You were fucking headlining tours, like, ten years ago in this somebody, fucking band. And- somebody should have told him to move along. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I guess he just couldn't keep that dirty little secret. It, it should have been his last song. <laughs> nah, but like when they played live, it, it was a pretty good experience. I, I'm not gonna lie, it was it, it was a fun concert. I think they focused too much on Travis, but that's just my opinion. Okay. It was a great I really, concert. I, I really like this album. I, I think it's really good. Yeah, and I like this album. I, I really like Matt Skiba. I think he does a great job. Yeah. I had very, very, very low expectations. Let's just keep it at that. And and I mean, like... It, like Okay, where I... Like... It, it feels... Like, because of how much I loved Alkaline Trio, it feels like Matt Skiba brings a little bit of that flavor to the band, and I like that. Yeah, I I like that a lot. So... And honestly, this is, like, the only album I could actually choose as, like, singles being, like, my favorite songs off the album. 
Same. I like I like the singles off this album too. Uh, my favorite song off this album is "Home Is Such a Lonely Place," but I can't listen to it because now I cry. <laughs> Understandable. I like I like uh, "Bored to Death" and "Los Angeles." Okay, the best song though is "Built This Pool." Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah, down. dude, hands down. Want to see some naked dudes? <laughs> so good. But I really like "Bored Bored to Death" and um, "She's Out of Her Mind." That's a good song too. I like "Rabbit Hole." I don't know. This album is good. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's, it's really good. But like I said, I I feel that they should have fucking just renamed their 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 whole band. But I understand also like. Something that was already there, and it's got you know, they, such a legacy. That and it's they hard. and they still, you know, see Tom as as a brother, so he's still getting royalties from Blink One Eighty Two. Well, he hasn't yeah. officially like quit. He's on an indefinite hiatus. So, in other words, he's using their success to fund his aliens. Anyways, yeah. Continue on. Can yes. you guys rate this album? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. I would give it a strong seven. Yeah, I'm at I'm at seven. I don't think Eric's listened to it enough to actually rate it. Yeah, I can't give no. it. I can't give it a proper rating, honestly. I would give it a between a five and a six. Yeah, I can see that too. I'm at a seven. Um, I'm not mad at that. It took me a while to get to a seven. But yeah, I could I could give it a seven. I I think I liked it more after I saw them in concert than I did before. Like it took me a really long time to get into it. Okay, and now we move into nine, which is the newest album. Which okay, see this album. I really didn't enjoy. I'm still trying to to get into it. Like, I'm doing the same thing that I did with California with this album. And I think it's a little harder with this album because I feel like it's a little less catchy. Does that make sense? Uh, I gave this album a full listen. And I actually really like it. Like, I can only pick, like, a couple songs that I like from this song, this album. And I think that I'm still, like, it's. I think it's going to take me a few more likes because I find myself, like, every time I give it another run through, like, I'll find myself liking another song. So I think it's just going to take me some time. I can see that. I think on some emo shit was pretty good. I like that I really wish I hated you song. It's a good song. And Blame It on My Youth was pretty good too. I was about to say I like that and Dark Side. I like Generational Divide only because it's a giant fuck you to the people that are holding on to old blink. And like refuse to give what they are now a chance. The only yeah. problem I really had with this album is they they kind of sounded a little Imagine Dragony. 
Yeah, they had. They. I think. I can see that because you can tell definitely that they they have a little bit more electronic, like uh, hip hop inspired shit that they added to like their songs and stuff. Um, it's a little bit more. Uh, how do I like modern, right? Like, but I don't hate it. Like, the, I think the album. I I enjoyed it. Like, it was a very enjoyable album. I personally. Like, it's not one of my favorites, and I'm going to be honest, like, I might listen to it maybe a, once or twice more over, but, like, it was a, it, it was a fun uh, uh, listen. I liked it a lot, and the lyrical themes are a little bit crazy. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> like, the songwriting was just so, like, it was pretty good. So what'd you guys rate it? Um, I don't know if I can rate it. I honestly, right now, I'd probably give it like a four and a half to five. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that the, the album's a little too juvenile right now to actually like fully like immerse yourself into it. Especially since, I mean, since they released that song this year, I don't know, to me... It kind of like it gave me a little bit more spunk for future blink so like yeah rating the 2019 release is kind of hard for me okay but if i had to give it anything it would be like a four yeah I could i'm not mad at that yeah i'm not mad at that but i would have to like i like i've only listened to like one f like full play of it like i haven't listened to it more than that yeah i've listened to it i listened to it once yesterday um and it was it's, it's pretty good like um I, i've listened to it about three times now i listened to it for the third time yes was it yesterday yeah yesterday when i was cleaning like i was listening to it um I found myself bouncing around the album a lot because I couldn't really, like, just play through it. I got bored a lot. So that's why I can't give it, like, a super high rating. And I think that's why I'm having a lot of trouble really liking the album because I just, it can't, it doesn't pique my interest. Did you guys listen that? to Quarantine? I did. I like it. It's fucking awesome. I, I didn't, honestly. Honestly, Eric, I think you should because, like, like, I don't know. It's just like pretty much a, a. I think it's up your alley, to be honest with you. I'll check it out. Like, there's ja there's political jabs in the song. There, there's just a bunch of cool shit in that little song hmm. that reminds me of Older Blink. Yeah. And Matt and Skiba, I don't think Matt Skiba did anything on that, right? Like, it was just Mark and Travis. Yeah, I think it was just Mark and Travis. Yeah, it was Mark and Travis. And some guy named Brian. I think there was a... He did like the... What does this say? Songwriting and the production. He probably produced the, 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 the track, but... I don't know, Eric. I think you should really take a look at it. Because like alone, that song is fucking incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. It's really good. But where, where do you think that... that that lies blink in the future. Do you think they're gonna continue making music like that, or do you gonna, you think they're gonna like, 
revert back to like the nine sound. Uh, I think it's like a toss up. I think like I think they're because... just trying to feel their way out and see yeah. where they really want to go. Because it's like the past two albums has been the same lineup, but they've kind of almost been two different sounds. So I think they're yes. kind of putting their feelers out there to see what they really want to be and what they like playing. And if they want to get rid of Travis or not. Yeah, I understand. They're that. never going to get rid of Travis. <laughs> Ever. Unfortunately. Yep. Can we talk about Blink-182's Christmas music? Because I'm so hyped that it's like almost Christmas and I can listen to this shit. <laughs> oh, if you want to talk about Christmas music, fucking Twisted Sister came out with a fucking Christmas album. They really? Like, yeah, dude. It's fucking great. Wow. Yeah, you didn't know that? It's old. It's called A Very Twisted Christmas. Wow, no, I, I didn't know about this. Anyways, we're getting off subject here. Yeah. <laughs> True. I don't know. So, I, ju I just kind of... Uh, I don't know what to feel about Blink in the future. I, I have hopes for them. I think that without Blink, I probably wouldn't be who I am as far as music. Like, I, I think that Blink really made me love music the way I do. And I think that's why they're my favorite band. I wouldn't be able to pick a favorite band. I I say that I don't even think I don't even think that Blink One Eighty Two would be even on my like top ten to be honest with you. I always try to say that like they're not and like it's a guilty pleasure thing, but I know that like they're bad. I know pretty much all their songs. Like I always find myself going back to listening to Blink, and so I've just sucked it up and said, "Yeah, yeah you, have yep. yeah. Like, <laughs> you have to accept it." Yeah, you have to accept it. I do that with Pablo, honey. <laughs> I do that with System of a Down. And, and and this has been the episode. Um, <laughs> see you guys later. <laughs> oh, Josh, I knew what was going to happen. If Josh would hit me back up, Josh, you know who you are, so I could get my Blink tattoo. They're the only band I would get a fucking tattoo of. That's how I know that, like... They're my favorite band. I would get no band tattoos. Okay. Uh, the late there, friend. <laughs> You're hey, like Eric, late there like Eric, five let me see times. Your, let me see your titty. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> you, the have, misfits don't you have one. a locust tattoo? No, I want that one still. I haven't gotten it. The misfits tattoo. Yeah, he has a misfits And the GG tattoo on the other side. Oh, yeah. that's right. I have a germs tattoo. You, you have, have a fruit, fruit loop. loop. <laughs> you have a diabetes awareness symbol. Hey man, my best friend has for diabetes. That, that, that's true brotherly love right there. True homie shit. I have a cockroach tattoo. I have a Karen tattoo. <laughs> I'm so, a basic white girl. So, um, I think let's start with Follow the Leader, and, uh, which, <laughs> oh which is y'all's favorite track on that album. 
Dude, you skipped over fucking the self-titled, dude. That's, That's like the best self-titled ever made. It really, really was, honestly. Fuck Slipknot. Let me just go back to the 90s. <laughs> I'm okay, so so Korn released that album, what was it, in 96? Yeah, it was, it was 96, 97. But, I mean, j just like Blind, dude, the opener, dude. I can see, I can see, I'm going blind. I can see, I can see, I'm going blind. Just that whole album was fucking great. Okay. Album, <laughs> Wait, what the fuck are we doing talking about corn in a Blink-182 episode? What the fuck? You guys oh, stopped shit. talking about corn. It, it was 94. Damn. I seriously hate you guys. I'm going to bed. Next time. <laughs> corn. Next time, uh, we'll do the corn episode. Next corn time. was a really good song, though. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to do like your top three favorite Blink albums? And the out to end the episode. I could definitely. Oh, yeah. Let's make it harder. Best Blink album. Oof! What? Oh. I think everybody's. Mine's Cheshire Cat. Mine's Enema of the State. Mine's, Mine's Cheshire Cat because Travis wasn't on that album. Mine's oh. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. <laughs> But technically, if I had to pick it, uh, take off your pants and jacket. Yeah, same. Enema for me. You want an enema? Or do you like the album? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I gave enema a higher rating than take off your pants and jacket, I would still rather pick take off your pants and jacket. I respect that. I can see, I can see, I'm going blind. Yeah, it's in my I head, it's in my head too. Blind. It's in my head too. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I didn't realize I was singing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good ass song, dude. It's pretty good. No. Coming in the near future, a corn episode. He loves yes, it. Definitely a corn episode. Does that mean I have to listen to like the corn with the Skrillex stuff? I'm just happy that uh, I'm not guessing. We could just listen to the first episode. five five albums. Yeah, the 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 pre dubstep era or the pre uh, headphone god era. I'm so thankful I'm only a guest speaker. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do a slip. We have to do a Slipknot episode too. Oh, God. and we'll bring Meg back for the corn episode. Hell no. <laughs> Meg will come back for the Slipknot episode. Um, <laughs> just for the third album. So I could completely shit on it and she could tell me where I'm wrong. Eh. <laughs> I'm just... I'm not coming back until y'all do the second part of the 90s. Vermilion Part 2 was the best Slipknot song ever made. <laughs> Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Go step on a Lego. That's a good song. That, that concludes the episode. <laughs> That music video was so fucking weird, dude. Yeah, it was, dude. <laughs> I remember seeing that video, like, one of the first times I ever got high, and I, like, tripped the fuck out. That's what happened when you let your blow-up dog go outside. Andy? It tries to catch butterflies? The, the, her body, like, floats around. Oh, yeah, like, like vibrates and shit. Yeah. Like... <laughs> And this is when Jay nopes the fuck out, and the only <laughs> Slipknot albums for me were the first two, and I'll see you guys later. Oh, man. I agree. I agree. I just don't care about corn. What? <laughs> we're talking about Slipknot? Or yeah. Slipknot.
Sorry, I'm tired. It's way past my bedtime. They will go mask. Fucking, you can't fucking like mix corn with 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 fucking Slipknot. I yeah. really don't care about Slipknot either, though. That doesn't even make a dish. Nope. <laughs> what the fuck is Slipknot? <laughs> Not a dish. <laughs> but corn could be a side. Corn could be a side. It can be a dish too if you want, if you like. You know, exactly. Hungry, if you're hungry enough. <laughs> I don't even like corn unless it's roasted, unless it's elote and vaso, or like. I don't know. I like corn. I don't like corn. Can we talk about how Corn had like one of the best music videos too? I, this is a Blink One Eighty Two episode. Freak on a leash. If, if you say if you say if it's Freak on a leash, then I agree. No, dude. Like, have you guys seen the fucking animation one uh, for what the fuck was? Oh, the it was, oh uh, right, now. right now. Yeah, it was right, right now. now. Yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Sick, dude. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a different episode. Different episode, guys. We're gonna do this. Is this is not the <laughs> same <laughs> episode. <laughs> Get me out of here. Different episode, guys. <laughs> make, make Me Bad was also a cool music. Oh, oh yeah, it was. Yes. Hell yes. Save me. Corn yeah. didn't really have a bad fucking music video. Why are we talking about corn? They're all solid. <laughs> Jay and Eric talked about corn. They had fucking Angela Jolie on that one, on that one video. Yeah. Like, I feel like I should be getting paid for this at this point. <laughs> I'm buying your guineas. I bought all the other stuff. <laughs> that's that's a different episode. That's called uh, Marriage Counseling, Volume One. Buy it. As long as it's not Volume Three, I'm good. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Oh, amazing! <gasps> amazing. All right. So uh, that that concludes our episode of. Uh, this podcast is dead episode 23 the blink episode with Meg um, thanks for being on the episode Meg Ooh, giving us your feedback and stuff who? Uh, <laughs> Mike Jones um, I think I'm traumatized I, it, welcome to the podcast <laughs> welcome to hell Meg are you flossing on that candy paint? I'll stay flossing in that candy paint no. This is the chaos. <laughs> uh, oh. For all your customer support needs, call 281-330-8004. He never answers or returns my phone calls. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say, Meg, I seriously thought you were going to say, I'll, I'll answer. <laughs> Don't call Don't me. Do not call my job ever. Don't if do you- it. If you do, there's a, a brief two-question survey after the call. <laughs> <laughs> Did Hobby seriously just try calling Mike Jones? See, never answers. <laughs> You'd think he could afford more phone lines. You'd think that, right? Mm. Fucking asshole. <laughs> so I, I like Paul Wall better. I like John Wall better. But anyway, this, that that concludes this episode. Um, yeah. Of how corn is better than Blink One Eighty Two. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Later. Oh my god. <laughs> Tip your waitress. 
<laughs> catch you guys on the next episode. <laughs> Follow us on all of our social medias and all that good stuff. And thanks for sticking around. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Later. Peace. Bye.